After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right, we're here to talk about TV commercials. We're talking about the good ones, and the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit like this. Liberty Bibberty. My name is Andrew Walsh, I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hey Veeves. Hey Andrew. I'm pretty excited about today's show, at least the segment that I'm very <laughs> familiar with, the part that I put together, but uh, why don't you get us rolling? What are we talking about today? Talking about acting. 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 Uh, that John Lovitz bit had a long shelf life <laughs> Yeah, for people of our generation. I was thinking about acting in commercials. Everybody's acting in commercials for the most part, but what about actors who are acting like actors in commercials, and what is that? Mm. what are the ways that commercials like use the idea of being on set or using people who are whose character is an actor to sell their product so i've got a smattering of those so in some cases actors pretending to be actors actors are pretending to be actors i like and i've got one example of non-actors actors pretending to be non-actors who are also acting i like your name for this segment real actors not people (laughs) that's brilliant um so after we go through some of those examples that you put together i have put together kind of a quiz for you but vives even though you're the one who's going to be having to answer the questions it really is putting me on the hot seat today really because the questions and clues um are on me. I have to act them out. Oh boy! I have to. Act. I'm going to be doing some we're real a, we're doing acting. Charades? Yes. Okay. Well, not charades. I'm going to be acting some famous parts of commercials, and you got to identify them. Okay. And identify what's wrong with them. Okay. Sounds complicated. In most cases, it's going to be my acting. <laughs> a spoiler on that. I am really excited. I got some help uh, with this quiz. We put together, our friend Nikki was on the phone with me today, kind of brainstorming things. I told her she'd get an associate producer credit, so consider this that. Um, and then we'll check in with the ad council. Anything good going on in the old mailbag? I've got some logos to talk about. Got some. Uh, what else do we have in here? I forgot to check right before. Well, this. we got logos we got to, got talk logos to about. talk about. We always have good stuff from the Ed We've got the beginning of holiday commercials. Uh, oh, so man, already. Already. I wish I could eat it. I heard it. today on the radio that some someone who is an authority, I don't know what, by what, uh, you know. Measure. By what measure or who who empowered them said that the holiday season, I guess like the holiday shopping season is considered to be for starting on November 1. Oh, really? So we're in wow. it. We're in it now. All right. Well, let's get started with real actors, not people. They're going to put me in the movies. They're going to make a big star out of me. We'll make a film about a man that's sad and lonely. And all I got to do is act naturally. All right. Up first is the commercial that um, that little drop we played at the top of the show is from. Yeah, a, this is actually what made us start rising delight. Start thinking about it. This is that Liberty Mutual campaign, which I'm not a huge fan of. Um, they've taken the their setting that they're really married to of like whatever that fake view of the Statue of Liberty is in, in you know Airsats, New York, and they've put a lot of weirdos in it now it used mm-hmm. to be like i'm a person who needs insurance and i had a good experience with liberty mutual mm-hmm. kind of boring pretty straightforward this is where brad came from you loved brad you loved brad they exactly were just people just doing real testimony they were like real ish people yeah doing testimonials about needing insurance and and liberty coming through exactly now it's like they have a bunch of, like they have the the biker who's got the big calves mm-hmm. and they try to like extrapolate that he's customized his calves so he can customize his insurance i mean i just think it's a mess. It really is. You have the guy who's like, it, his face is, um, I'm having trouble with words tonight, which is, I know, a rarity for me, uh, where his his face is disguised right. in, the, in the shadows because he's supposed to be in the witness protection. Yeah, for what reason? Why Why is Liberty Mutual the insurance for people in, in witness protection? Couldn't tell you. Seems like a small niche. Mm-hmm. Not sure it's worth doing a whole advertisement for them. This is this one's kind of funny. This one at least is written better than a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So uh, it's it, but it but it fits in our theme because the the guy who's doing the testimonial is a he's he's acting, but it's very apparent that he's acting, and it sort of breaks the fourth wall in that way. It's kind of postmodern in that way. <laughs> well, right? you just like to say that no, about but everything. No, it is. Now. I mean, ever since you set that up, it's like <laughs> it, it's clearly like it's it's. It's a meta. It's a meta commercial. It's a guy trying to do the commercial right. you're watching. Only he keeps screwing it up over and over again. He's wearing a leather jacket. He's a white guy, kind of a handsome guy in his like twenties. He he's got kind of a. Who did you describe me as in the car last night? We were driving home, and you said you were you were trying to remind me of this commercial, and I couldn't call mm. it to mind. You said, you know, he looks like that cool guy, like Dylan from Nine Hundred Two One Zero. Oh, did I say that? I was about to say that again. He's got a Luke Perry <laughs> vibe. No, I guess. So, I mean, I think, like, I mean, he's white and his hair is, like, sort of tall. He's wearing a leather jacket. He's wearing a leather jacket. Other than that, he does not really evoke Luke Perry. But I just think that you are of an age Mm -hmm. that any guy who's, like, signaled to you as cool Mm -hmm. makes you think of Luke Perry. Well, Luke Perry clearly was, like, the next generation of, for, like, you had the Fonz, right? He kind of set the standard on that leather jacket wearing, and then Luke Perry came along, what, three decades later? Yeah, did he even wear a leather jacket? Luke Perry? What was his character's name? Dylan. Dylan? I'm sure Dylan wore a leather jacket, no? Anyway, this guy looks exactly like Brenda from (laughs) 902.0. As a struggling actor, I need all the breaks that I can get. At Liberty Butchamook. Cut. <laughs> Liberty Mutual. Line. Cut. Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. I also really love his physicality in that scene. So it's a smart commercial. They're getting their information out there by some unseen director who, you know, again, off camera. Um, but while she's reading him the lines, he kind of starts doing this kind of like, yeah, 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 I got it. Kind of like right. cool guy. Like, oh, yeah, 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 I, I got this. And then he comes back. Cut. Liberty, am I allowed to riff? What if I come out of the water? Liberty, Bibbity. Cut. Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Only pay for what you need. In the end there, they have somebody just voice it over and he's clearly just, he's clearly saying the wrong lines. Right, kind of lip syncing it, yeah. I think that's great. I think he does a nice job with it. I think it's kind of, I do think it's fun to have the fourth wall be broken where he's doing a commercial, but he's also, his character is an actor. Um, And I mean, actors are, you know, theoretically, people too, right? Mm-hmm. And that's always the joke. That's always the the joke uh, about the Chevy ads: real people, not actors. Like, I always think it's hilarious that the actor that actors are just by definition not considered to be real people. I would love to know what that actor's uh, name is and what else he's been in. But I looked it up on iSpot, and you notice that it's been scrubbed off of iSpot. It's still there, but when you click on it, it says this video has been removed oh i didn't notice that uh you found it on youtube yeah that's a youtube link right there yeah i don't know who that is anyway i wonder um, maybe uh maybe they had a, maybe there was a some sort of conflict maybe if there's another like 90210 reboot yes exactly slide right just into waiting that role. for that guy yeah yeah um oh this was another one i think i as we were brainstorming this i think i through this one in there, although I haven't seen this commercial in a really long time, but this is the one where you have a bunch of, I think this, a lot of this was lost on me the first time I yes, saw this I'm because sure. I didn't watch a lot of these shows, but this is the um, Cigna commercial, the Cigna Healthcare, where you have a bunch of people who are famous for playing on-screen doctors talking directly to the camera, right? Right. Uh, all, I, all of whom are people I recognize. Can you name them as we go? Sure. Okay. Scalpel. So this is Alan Alda. Scalpel. Hawkeye from MASH. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just a TV doctor. I never went to college. That's McDreamy. And if I had to watch an actual surgery... Uh, that's the guy from Scrubs. That's, yeah. Not yeah. Zach Braff. I can't think of his name. I can't either. It's, oh. um... He's a delight, by the it's way. It's Zach Braff's roommate. I wish he was in more things. I didn't... I wasn't a huge fan of Scrubs. I liked a bit of Scrubs, but then I... Started to very much not like Scrubs, um, but he Scrubs was always jumped kinda, the shark in a big way. Yeah, exactly. But I always thought that he was pretty delightful, kind of as a character, and I wouldn't mind seeing that guy in more things. While you look it up, do you want me to start the commercial from the beginning to give you more time? Donald Faison. Hey, you got there. I'm starting I mean, from the, the beginning. Google, anyway. Google knew. Scalpel. Scalpel. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just a TV doctor. I never went to college. Mm. And if I had to watch an actual surgery, I'd probably faint. <laughs> I don't do blood. But now, thanks to Cigna, I can do this more is, than This uh, is Noah Wiley from ER. Oh, okay. The part. 
Now I can make a real difference. And that's Lisa Edelstein from House. The foot. We are the TV doctors of America, and we're partnering with Cigna to help save lives. By getting you to a real doctor for an annual checkup. So go, know, and take control of your health. Doctor poses. Then <laughs> <laughs> they all go into their like standard TV doctor pose. William uh, Patrick Dempsey can't uh, can't find his pocket at the end there, which I thought was a nice touch. I wonder if he really didn't go to college because that's like he really puts it out there. That is, I didn't a, even go to college. That is a brilliant. And he's from commercial. Grey's Anatomy, in case you're oh, okay. not aware. And the woman from House, I, I we kind of um, kind of skipped over this. I kind of didn't realize she's looking at uh, X-rays, kind of you know like a, a doctor on TV. She looks like an expert, but then she takes on an X-ray and she just says this. Now I can make a real difference. Is that a foot? I love that they're a brilliant campaign. I love it. I think it's a great campaign. They have a couple of them, I think, where they some of them reprise their roles, and I think they may have even brought in a few other famous TV doctors. Um, I love that they're all willing to play so stupid. Yeah, yeah. um, Which is great. You met Alan Alda. I did. He's one of my favorite people. Yeah, you. Um, that's kind of a, a big thing for you because you always. I mean, you watched Mash so much. Yeah, it was like basically the up. only good thing I got out of my last job was that I got to uh, meet and briefly hang out with Alan Alda because he he does science education now, or like sort of advocacy for science education. So, you know, as the as the great dumbening continues across our great nation, um, he runs a foundation uh, out of some university. I think it's like SUNY Binghamton or something like that. Uh, where he advocates for like science education, public science education, uh, and keeping education, science education, uh, accessible and and fun and and you know people like to inculcate a, a love of learning and intellectual curiosity. Um, and so he came and talked to our company for like a big anniversary event that we were hosting. And, and I'm remembering it correctly. You're not just saying that. Uh, you're not just saying that. Like he was like. A, he seemed like a good, kind man, right? Oh, like yeah. In interactions, because some of these people, you meet them, and it's yeah, a Yeah, no, letdown. he was super kind and, and very uh, very generous with his time. Uh, I mean, we did pay him, so but, but it was a payment to the foundation. It wasn't like just so he could buy another pool house or whatever. Okay. Um, oh, look at this. You have this uh, H&R Block commercial with old John Ham. We chewed over this ham sandwich for a while <laughs> when this was new. Yeah, ha- uh, John Hamm does a number of commercials. Of course, he is uh, the voice for I want to say Mercedes, uh, or is it or is it BMW? The fact that we don't know yeah. is a real problem for one of those companies. I those... think it's BMW. Uh, I think you're right. Uh, but he's John Hamm is great. He is he loves being a comedic actor. He loves poking fun at his own image. Um, and so he did this series of commercials for H and R Block. It'll be interesting to see if they bring him back again this year as their spokesman. Because um, we're about to go into tax advertising season in a big way. Can I mention these? These though are two years old, and I don't think he came back in 2018. No, maybe. okay. I don't. Not that I know of, or that I noticed. I feel like I. I feel like they ran these for a couple oh, of years, okay. so maybe maybe I'm wrong. Um, he plays someone who I assume to either be John Hamm or a John Hamm like character, but he's in a tuxedo. He's on the set of some big action movie and he's talking to the woman who's clearly just working at craft services. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's manhandling all the food while he mansplains to her about taxes. We had some real issues with this commercial. I don't remember exactly what they were. I have a vague memory, but let's hit play. Okay, let me explain. This is your tax return. He holds up a donut. Okay. Now, there are many right ways to fill out this tax return. More donuts. The IRS will accept them all. More donuts. One of them gets you the most money back. Isn't that the one you want? That's the one I want. That's the one I Takes a bite of the final donut. You touched all these. Don't just get your taxes done, Amy. Get your taxes one. Yeah, generally, I think we didn't um, we didn't like it because he's an asshole. He's such an asshole. Why do you want your spokesperson I, to be a jerk? I, I think that might have been what we didn't what we wondered yeah, about. Yeah. I think John Hamm is funny in this. I think the jokes kind of land, and I like the woman who deadpans back at him, the craft services mm-hmm. lady. Um, I think she does a nice job with it, but it is a weird combination of him just being an oblivious jerk. And mansplaining. I mean, he yeah. literally starts with, let me explain this yeah. something to you. Yeah. I mean, why don't they start with actually? 
And then he holds up, he, like he's using these donuts as symbols, and he holds up like the best-looking donut to me, the sprinkled one, and he says, this is the one you want, right? And she says, that's the one I want. And then he then proceeds to take a huge bite out of it in front of her almost in a taunting way. Yeah, it's a strange approach. I mean, I think he's a funny guy. I think this is the one where the joke got ahead of them, concept, mm-hmm. ahead of their concept a little bit. Um, and then there are other ones where... He's he's still an actor, but he's not being as condescending. Um, he looks more foolish in some of them. If yeah, I recall. exactly. He's yeah. more of like he's sort of the jokes on him. I guess you could say the jokes on him here. I mean, maybe the joke is that he is a buffoon, but like he's the buffoon who's carrying the water for the message. So mm-hmm. who's the joke on? Yeah. Who's joke on now? Ham. Um, all right. What else do you have? I don't recognize this one. This one you at would all. not. I don't know where the hell this aired. <laughs> it is very. It feels like a local commercial. I. But I think Discount Tire is a national brand. Okay, this is from 2013. It's yeah, it's pretty now, old. Okay. Um, so it's Discount Tire. You're going to hear a voiceover explaining why uh, why these two actors are so inexpert. Uh, it's essentially a one shot or just like one you know single frame of. Uh, Two young men. They're wearing like, have they're wearing what look like racing uh, jumpsuits? Yeah, you know, like, like auto racing, like auto racing yeah. jumpsuits with discount tire branded on it. Um, and they are going to try to do the pitch for discount tire. Okay. At discount tire, we stick to what we know. The world's best brands of tires and wheels, all at prices so low we can't afford real actors. <laughs> now she be looking at me the first off. You gotta bring more energy. I know, I wasn't good enough, sorry. Awesome. I don't know what I was gonna say, awesome. I nailed it that time, too. I did, too. I felt like that was the take. I'm glad I get to see these before they air. I think that's gonna be really good. I said the old, That's gotta look good, I gotta see that. That is so weird, right? And I know it sounded like just sort of a mishmash to the listener, because they're just, they keep cutting and retaking, cutting and retaking. Sometimes they're wearing, like, a weird wig. Sometimes one of them's carrying a surfboard. Yeah. They never get a whole line out and they're just mumble mouth the whole time. But I kind, it kind of works for me. And I don't know who those two guys are. They're racers. Are they actual racers? It says here featuring Joey Logano and Brad Keselowski. Yeah, are and those racers? I had a feeling they were and I've Googled them now. And yeah, they these so they couldn't afford actors, but they got real race car drivers. I, I, could, I could tell from the way they're joking around that... That they were somebody. Yeah. 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 So I, yeah, I probably could have put that together, but I thought they did a, I thought it was a funny concept. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, they come off as charming. And if you're actually a fan of the, of the sport, sport. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sport. Uh, not, and if you let's like, not <laughs> drive a bunch of hate mail this week. Right. Uh, but is driving a car a sport, though? I've heard it's hard to do it well. I'm sure it's very hard, but is it a sport? I always thought that a sport had to have some sort of athleticism. Well, is driving a, is driving a horse hard, or is that a sport? That's a good point. Okay. I mean, um, a horse is an athlete. That's true. That would be. We should have a talk show. Remember, uh, I uh, used to work with Ross Reynolds, a host at uh, KOW Public Radio, and he always said if he ever uh, like just ran out of all options in an on-air emergency, he would just open the lines and say, "Bowling is it a sport?" <laughs> and our backup could always be uh, race car driving. Is, is it, it a, a sport? sport? And again, I'm not saying that to diminish because I hear it is very physical. Yeah. Like like difficult physically. I mean, but- well, let's see. You're you are doing something that's physically demanding and mm-hmm. uh, and strategically you. you you have to have a very a lot of skills to do it. You're competing for a prize. Mm-hmm. You know, I think like one of the arguments against cheerleading, for example, is cheerleading a sport is like, yes, you can make a competition of it, but it's very subjective. Mm-hmm. But then you get into like, is ice skating a sport? Well, I don't know. I mean, it's obviously very physically demanding. You're competing, but it's sort of like just a judge decides. Right. But it is a sport. But then is dancing a sport? Well, right, because typically you're not. Why is dancing on ice a sport. I mean, I think it, yeah, there has to be for it to be a sport. There has to be a winner and a loser, mm-hmm. and there are definitely winners and losers in race car driving. Speaking of winners and losers, 
I am delighted to see that we have a couple of real winners <laughs> in this loser of a uh, ad campaign. Well, I think it's you not... win the Segway contest. Yeah, that was a terrible segue. But I, I'm looking down, and you have a commercial for the general here, one that I have not um, seen before. But I am just fascinated by this campaign. I called it a loser campaign, which is, first of all, it can't be accurate that can't be accurate because they've been running it forever they're appealing to somebody they have Shaquille O'Neal trying to act alongside an uncanny valley animated uh general yes cartoon general it's the only kind of general there is that's right the general the general I was talking to a friend the other day somebody who I'm not just saying this to be self-deprecating a really smart friend of ours who's way smarter than me but he said I, I apparently used the term uncanny valley at some point, And he said, that's the second time I've heard somebody use that term in a week. I've never heard it before. What does it mean? And I tried to explain it to him. Here's what I said. I'm going to try to keep it briefer here. You tell me if I uh, did an okay job, if I'm remembering it correctly. It's the kind of phenomenon where if you have something that is either animatronic or um, animated that is supposed to look human in a certain way, if it looks really fake and cartoony, our brains can handle that fine. If it is a real human being, our brain can handle that fine. But as the technology gets closer and closer to making fake things look like real humans but isn't quite there, that's the uncanny valley, right? Our brain can't quite process things that are getting so close to looking human but are just off by a couple of ticks. Yeah, the thing that the the example that's often held up is the Tom Hanks character in that like Years and years ago, this is before animate, you know, before digital animation was super good, which is getting so close now that it's almost indistinguishable. Mm. But the, remember that movie where he played like the train conductor in some weird animated movie? I do not know Tom Hanks, huh? Yeah, you did this really didn't get on your radar at no, all. No, I don't think so. Tom Hanks as a conductor, huh? Uh, Polar Express. Oh, okay. Yeah, so people will often hold like Tom Hanks in the Polar Express because it looks like Tom Hanks, but it's clearly digital, and it's that smooth, unskin-like quality. Okay. So and that's and that's the uncanny valley. Yeah, I mean that's that's one example of what people it really stood out to people as being unpleasant. Oh God, yeah, I'm looking at images of it now. Yeah, no, this this was all lost on me. That's or. But yeah, I, I wasn't aware of this stuff. That is that's kind of weird. Yeah, there's some interesting like you, there's like an actual curve where they mm-hmm. show like what the valley where the valley is where it's interesting. Uncanny. So um, how do we get on that? Who knows? Oh, okay. Well, the general. What's going on in this commercial? So this is the general and Shaq pitching the general's insurance, um, but they're going to try in a few different hats. Okay. Everyone knows the general for his affordable auto insurance, and everyone knows Shaq as a basketball Hall of Famer. But I bet you didn't know we're Shakespearean actors. To be or not to be. Therefore, thy insurance hath lapsed. We're also cakeologists. Shackalicious. We're also cakeologists. They're now in a kitchen. I love the fact that they say they're cakeologists. There's a perfectly good word for what that is, which is baker. baker. (laughs) And uh, the general's holding up a terrible cake. I mean, it's a sheet cake that looks fine. Barely photoshopped. It's a a sheet cake, but then scrawled on it in terrible icing. It says, no prior coverage, question mark. No problem. But it almost looks um, like it's uh, it's a, a, a... a death scrawl on the top of this cake. Yes, it looks like somebody's like threatening to murder you via a cake. Yes. Okay. Should we? Keep I mean, going this whole this? commercial looks like it was put together in MS Paint. <laughs> yeah. All right. I guess we should go back to it here. I'm going to rewind it a little bit. Not to be. Therefore, thy insurance hath lapsed. We're also cakeologists. Checkalicious. Check out mine. So those weren't your strong suits, <laughs> but at least you're great at providing coverage to people who've let their insurance lapse. For a great low rate, you can get online. Go to the is notable. I'm sorry to talk over that great jingle, which is a good jingle. It is notable that Shaq, who clearly can't really act in these commercials, calls attention to the fact that he's not an actor. Yeah, he's this one of commercial. our most. He's most our most actingest basketballman. Yeah. <laughs> when you think about it, that's true. He's on. He's probably on more feet of footage than your average basketball, yeah, even basketball star. Probably. Probably one of our most acting basketballmen. Yes. Yes. Um, how many more? Oh, I think we are. Do we just have one more here? Miller Light. I've never seen this. You one. have seen this one. Yeah. Have unfortunately, I? I was. I know that this concept is out there, but I uh-huh. wasn't able to 
it's a hard thing to search for. I'll tell you, if you search for commercial acting, mm-hmm. acting in commercials, you're it's not a very good weed out mechanism. Right. Yeah. Everybody's acting in commercials. commercials. Yeah. This is remember the Bud Light. I mean, this is when the Dilly Dilly verse sort of first uh, came on the scene in a big way, and they had their big Game of Thrones crossover commercial. Oh at, yeah, that was the last Super Bowl. At the right? last Super Bowl. Yeah. Miller Light. Oh yeah. Came back at them hard with this what I think is a pretty funny ad. And this is actually kind of hard to find. It's like I think they pulled it down because it's not super timely anymore. Oh. Um, but this takes place on a uh, explicitly on a Bud Light commercial shoot that's in this sort of Game of Thronesy uh fantasy castle land and it's clearly meant to be a Bud Light commercial, but then they call cut and what do they drink when not? What do these actors drink when they're not doing the Bud Light commercial? They drink Miller Light. Even on set. Now, I don't know if they've made more than one of these. The one that I remember begins with a shot of the famous Fallen Knight from the Super Bowl commercial in Bud Light. And that's where the, it begins. And then the cameras back away. Yeah, I so can't this remember. must be a different one because I'm seeing the screenshot of this. This looks different, right? I can't remember how this one starts, but it's like clearly from the same campaign. Oh, this is intriguing. <laughs> There's a couple of guys in there in stocks, right? That's what you call it, yeah. um, in the stockade. And, uh, no, not the stockade. The stockade's oh, just a prison, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, these are stocks where their arms are through two holes, their head is through one hole, and, um, and they both have Bud Lights in their hands, but they can't drink it because the holes are too far apart. Cut, 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 cut. Now the director calls cut. What is going on with the snow machine? Adam, let him out. We'll pick this up tomorrow morning. That's a wrap, folks. Thank you. Thank you. And what do the actors go to drink when they go to craft services? Miller Lite. Do you think they really have beer at a shoot craft services? I don't think they have beer. I also do not think they would ever have the competitors' beer. No, I was. There just, would be there would be company reps. Absolutely, there. there'd be company reps there. You would know. I I told you I have a friend who uh, works for Coca Cola. And she can't even go to a restaurant where they serve Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Like she can't, you know, or she, she can't dine out on a company. Uh, you know, the company won't pay for her to have a business dinner if they don't serve Coke at that restaurant. Do you think that I noticed that the woman had a, was it an English or an Australian accent? I'm wondering because I've never seen this commercial before. And I'm wondering if this played overseas or if they gave her potentially an Australian accent because famously kind of Game of Thrones is Game of Thrones shot in Australia and New Zealand, or is that just Lord of the Rings? I think it's just Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. Well, then I wonder if this is a Game foreign Game of Thrones commercial. is shot all over the place. They definitely were shot somewhere in Eastern Europe for some of the King's Landing stuff. Hmm. I'm going to go with a theory that this wasn't aired in the United States. What do you think? Um, I mean, it was made by a Chicago company. Yeah, I saw that. So maybe it was. I don't know. I don't know how this one escaped my radar. But um, yeah, anything else to say about this? I feel like I'm talking all over your segment. Oh, no, it's okay. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I, I like it when, I like the idea of acting as a mechanism for selling something. Mm-hmm. And I guess it is a little postmodern in the sense that it's you it requires you to pull, sort of break the fourth wall in some, some way. Yeah. But then if you break the, they break the fourth wall, but then now we're, we're back looking at something that's completely fictional, mm-hmm. but it's just a set that's yeah. fictional. So yeah. it's. Worlds within worlds. Genevieve, we've run out of commercials, which means it's time for my quiz. All right. My acting quiz. I'm about to be acting strange. Here is the concept for this game, okay? And again, you got to guess the right answers for these things, but the pressure's really on me tonight. Um, <laughs> I am going to act out a line from a commercial. I actually think this is... I think the actual answers are incredibly easy. I'm going to act out a line from a commercial, but I will get one word wrong in the line. Okay. You have to identify the commercial and correct the catchphrase. Got it. Here's an example. They're good. Right. Tony the Tiger, Frosted Flakes, they're great. Exactly. But that wasn't a real one. That wasn't a real one. I believe I have eight of these things if we can get through them. 
Number one. Now, some of them are, I mean, so many of these are very easy for you. Uh, some of them will get a little bit harder. Don't worry. This first one should be a gimme. We have the beat. <laughs> That's obviously Beats by Dre. <laughs> um, no, that is that is Ving Rhames for Arby's. We have the meat. That is absolutely correct. And now you know how the game is. This feels played. like a you know how like on Reddit or Twitter there'll be like a call out for like change one word. Yeah, right. And yeah. you'll be advertising for from one app from one product to another. I like that. Mm-hmm. I think you, that might be another, like another game we could play. That is, that is another game we could play on another show. So you are uh, one for one so far. Here's the next one. This is so hard. <laughs> okay, here we go. Use the cocktail shrimp. <laughs> we just used that last week as, yeah. our, as our shit like this. Yes. Um, it's AT&T and the iPhone um, and use the cocktail stick. That's exactly right. Which um, did we end up talking about the commercial, or did we just play the? I little think we clip just played the, the clip. Yeah. it's a pretty, it's a pretty good ad. I really enjoy. It's Gordon Ramsay for AT and T. It's their whole um, just okay is not okay. It's like a sort of riff on that, where uh-huh. a couple finds him in like a Costco doing samples, and says, oh, "Like that seems like just an okay use of your culinary talents." But then the woman gets very starstruck. And like starts to Gordon Ramsay out on her partner. Yeah, here I can play it for you. As a matter of fact, I forgot to play. Um, in case anybody was curious about uh, that first one, what I was trying to imitate, I should give you the audio example. Arby's, we have the meats. Now that I'm just going to hear that, that we have the beats. I know, from now on, right? Here's the Gordon Ramsay one. Is that... Quesadillas? Gordon Ramsay handing out samples. Seems like just an okay use of your culinary talents, dude. Yeah, it is smart guy. Almost like having a brand new iPhone, but not pairing it with AT&T. That's true, Gordon Ramsay. Eight fingers! It's not a buffet. Use the cocktail stick. Use a cocktail Sorry, stick. Yeah. Get the amazing new iPhone. I'm catching some major feels for the use the cocktail stick lady. She's a cutie. So she is really boyfriend. is. And I love... Oh, and uh, I mentioned this commercial on TV Tale recently. Luke mentioned that that actor... Uh, the guy is is in other things as well, including the Get Shorty series, which everybody says we should watch. It's a TV show? Yeah, Get Shorty was turned into a TV show. I think season three is coming out, oh, wow. as okay. a matter of fact. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So, c- congratulations. You are now uh, two for two. Here's the next one. I have to get into my acting right. pose. Got to get into character. What's in your pocket? <laughs> uh, it's Capital One. Oh, congratulations. Je- yes. Jennifer Garner. Jennifer what's Garner. in your wallet? And what's in your wallet is the... Actually, what's in your wallet is what everybody says. But you did you you put some real Garner stank on it. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, I have to say something. Okay. With the Capital One Venture Card, you earn unlimited double miles on every purchase every day. Not just on airlines. She's standing up at a wedding and interrupting a wedding while she's going off on this. She and John hand me to get together and like go on like a rudeness tour I was looking I did some research on this day I'm not even joking I listened to a whole bunch of her delivering that line in different ways and um, these commercials have gotten way worse yeah they weren't great at the beginning but she is in Tolerable it's now. Like they and the don't way know, she talks is getting even more like cutesy and clipped. It's like they don't know what to do with it except to continue to just turn the dial, the same dial, yes. you know? And it's it, she doesn't, I mean, God bless, but she doesn't have the range yeah. to do anything. I mean, John Hamm is rude in that H&R Block commercial. Don't get me wrong. I think it's a weird choice. Mm-hmm. But he's so talented. He's able to carry it off with a certain amount of like, we're all laughing at him and it's, it's kind of enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Her this thing they're having her do where she's just like an she, she she's like your friend who joins a mark, multi level marketing scheme <laughs> and that's all she ever wants to talk about anymore mm-hmm. and you're like I don't care I don't want to buy DoTerra essential oils or whatever it is you're trying to you know sell me here back to the wedding okay I have to say something with the Capital One Venture Card you earn unlimited double miles on every purchase every day not just on airline purchases just think about the miles you can earn on things like gifts should I continue no I want to hear this or a rental tux with a handsome cummerbund double miles on all of it holy matrimony that's a lot of miles anyone else speak now she even made them the one more thing what's in your wallet 
What's in your wallet? What did you say, Viv? She's even making the officiant become a jerk. Yeah, uh, that's that's pretty bad. But you know what's pretty good? Your I got, score. I got it right. You're three for three. Okay. You ready for this one? Yep. This one was written by our friend Nikki. I gotta give her credit for this one. Okay. That's not how it goes. That's not how any of this goes. <laughs> All right. Obviously, I remember it's not how it works, and it's not how any of this works. That's the proper phrase, yes. That's not how it works. That's not how any of this it's, works. It's foreign insurance company. It is. I want to say... I want to say it's... I don't think it's Geico. Uh, I feel like it could either be progr- progressive or insurance. I'll say insurance. We'll go to the tape here. Uh, the scene, for people who don't know this now iconic commercial, you have um, some older ladies. They're hanging out in one of their houses, and uh, one of them is is labeled on the screen is Beatrice, an offline oversharer. She <laughs> is not on Facebook, but instead she just uh, has a wall in her house where she posts a bunch of photos. Instead of mailing everyone my vacation photos, I'm saving a ton of time by posting them to my wall. Ooh, I like that one. It's so quick. It's just like my car insurance. I save 15% in just 15 minutes. Oh, I save more than that in half the time. I unfriend you. That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. So you were wrong about um, you were wrong about the, the insurance company. Yeah, you know, I knew it was like all about being online and like the expediency of doing things online. And that's usually insurance's sort of game. Um, and it doesn't have the structure of a Geico commercial where it's like big setup and then XYZ is just like, you know, mm-hmm. that this is it true, but, fit into one but of it's their not little that. Patterns. Yeah. 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 Um, it's an old one. But um, I got to give you, I mean, this quiz is pretty easy on you. So, yeah, so I, if I, I get gotta, it wrong, I got to give you wrong. the buzzer on that one. Okay. Here's another one. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Am I ready? <clears throat> I'm on a porch. <laughs> do you know what that is? I do. I'm on a horse. I am on a horse indeed. And that is for Old Spice. That is for Old Spice. I rewatched this commercial a whole bunch today. Again, getting in character. Like, I'm not joking. I have notes on all of these. Um, deep, low, sexy, quick, matter of fact, go low on porch, undersell it. Those are my <laughs> act, Those are my director's notes to myself. Wow. Because I would forget how people did it. So remember those director's notes as you listen to him as he delivers this last line. I want to hear line. the rest. I, read me the other director's notes. Um, going back. Yeah. Ving Rames was just Ving Rames. Yeah. Uh, cocktail shrimp, fake British lady. Jennifer Garner was just Jennifer Garner. Um, this isn't super nice about the um, that's not how it goes, but I wrote croakyish high old voice. Yeah. Um, and then this was deep, low, sexy, quick. Matter of fact, don't. Uh, it says go low on porch, undersell it. Because I, I think I was tempted. I was practicing this a lot, and I was going, I'm on a porch. But you don't go up on the porch. You say, I'm on a porch. <laughs> like he really undersells the horse. Take a listen to this. By the way, in watching this a bunch, uh, one thing that I noticed is he's very handsome. Yes, the man in the sport. Nobody ever, nobody ever talks about that. Um, but also, uh, I just love this commercial so much. It was, I, a, it I was a, it, it changed the world. It really did. Hello, ladies. Look at your man. Now back to me. Now back at your man. Now back to me. Sadly, he isn't me. But if he stopped using ladies' scented body wash and switched to Old Spice, he could smell like he's me. Look down. Back up. Where are you? You're on a boat with the man your man could smell like. What's in your hand? Back at me. I have it. It's an oyster with two tickets to that thing you love. <laughs> Look again. The tickets are now diamond. Anything is possible when your man smells like Old Spice and not a lady. I'm on a horse. I'm on a horse. I don't think I did that very well. I forgot that he kind of goes, up. I'm on a horse. <laughs> uh, anyway, so congratulations. You are now four, Do you remember four, how about that people could not stop talking about those ads? It was something. It was something. Okay. Ready? This yeah. is the next one. We're half at the halfway mark. You're killing it. You'd really have to screw things up, or I would, for you to lose this. Okay, ready? Now you have a friend <laughs> in the dairy business. Okay. Um, now there are two 
ways Ex- that that oh, can go. Oh, you're going for bonus points. You're absolutely I right. You know this well. It is It is now, it's Shane Company. It's Shane Company. That's Tom he Shane. He now says you have a friend in the jewelry business. I think he switches back and forth. Does he? It because used to be for, diamond. It, for years, it was just the diamond business. That's right. It's Tom Shane. Unfortunately, I don't have a um, a full commercial here to play for you, but I do. I did isolate the tagline. Now you have a friend in the diamond business. I think it's interesting. I, my notes on that are just Tom Shane, but I emphasize you and friend it's weird that he emphasizes friend i think it's a weird read it's always I, been a weird read i would say now you have a friend in the diamond business right. you think you would emphasize diamond, diamond or jewelry in this yeah. case instead he emphasizes friend now you have a friend in the diamond business it, it, it almost implies that you used to have an enemy right in the diamond yes business. i agree that is the implication <laughs> right. finally we've made tom shane has made up with me our long <laughs> right. feud right. has come to an end uh did i count these wrong i've only got two more here so i must not have so we've done uh one two three four five six oh yeah okay that's that's good um you should quiz me on math on simple <laughs> math and I, I did say let's do a show on numbers <laughs> that's right i actually think there's something there uh, i just didn't have time to put it together today okay um this is this is i i'm hoping a little bit of a tougher one to give you a challenge here, okay? I wish people could see you psyching yourself up for this. <laughs> He's doing like you're doing like basically what that kid kid does, the Dylan esque kid yeah, in the right, Liberty right. Mutual. You're like sort of like yeah, yeah, okay, Twitching I got it, uh huh, okay. yeah, got it, got it, right? There's some physicality in this one that'll get me through it, okay? I bought a ham. <laughs> Do you know what that is? I bought a van that's exactly right it is the bickering bickersons from 76 i think that we're all winners today (laughs) you ever buy things online late at night yeah yes actually i bought this almond butter from hawaii and it was super expensive it's okay because i bought a van Oh, I didn't actually, I didn't nail the line as well as I, I thought. I bought, bought a ham. A uh, yeah, you needed to, I, 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 I separated the A from the ham too much, but congratulations to you. Um, there's no way you can lose this now. Should we just end it? No, I want to do my last one. You want to do the last one? And I want to okay. hear what the description, what was the, uh, what were the um, producing, the director and uh, on that one? Nerdy clipped high voice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I had, and then I put ellipses in there as far as like the rhythm. But I put in uh, a misbegotten ellipse between the A and ham, which is really um, my downfall. So okay, here's the last one. Are you ready? I think so. This is, is going to be line? a tough one. No, no, no. Okay. okay. Okay, here we go. Me too much good thing. <laughs> What is that? Obviously, it's Tumgus. It's AMPM. Uh huh. Uh, too much. Me too much. Good stuff. Me too much. Good stuff. Oh. Shush. Me Tumgus. Me too much. Good stuff. And then Tungus he hugs the guy. Alan I love Tumgus. I know you do. Yeah, he's I, in your squad. He, he is in my squad. So, well, congratulations, Genevieve. I'm sorry I don't have more uh, fanfare for you here. That's okay. It's like the first quiz really... I've won on this show. Yeah. That's I appreciate your willingness to just like leave it all on the stage. Thank you. I mean, I am gassed right now. Yes. I mean, that's all I got. Uh, other possible. By the way, my um, directions for Tumgus, if you're interested, were um, Tumgus. Tumgus. <laughs> Do it like Tumgus, <laughs> but only more Tumgus. Louder <laughs> and just slower. Just, just cooler. Cooler. Just just cooler. Um. Maybe try one cooler <laughs> and faster and louder and better and less insecure and more just cool. <laughs> just cool. 
Um, oh, other Chris thing, Parnell, you run away with that scene. Other possibilities that Nikki and I toyed around with: Jake from State Farm yeah. could have been one. The Chevy guy, I wanted to work that in there somehow. Um, Jamie from Progressive, I thought maybe uh, he's I could got have a bunch out of, of Jamie. Gems. Yeah, uh, the Allstate guy, or as you refer to him, America's first black president. Yep. the man who played the president on Twenty Four. Um, and uh, can I just tell a story that's unrelated and from another better podcast? Okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, let me just finish my list. We also toyed around with the eHarmony old grandpa guy. Oh, yes. That would have been disturbing. That had taken me a lot to get in that role. I'm surprised I didn't get a Christmas ham in there. I wish I could eat it. Did you hear me reference that earlier in the show? I said something. I don't know what you said, but I said, I wish I could eat it. Oh, I didn't hear you say I that. I know, Dad. Or no, she said, me too, Dad. <laughs> uh, what were you going to say? Oh, um, I've been listening to the Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend podcast, which oh, yeah. is just him interviewing pretty loose format, just people... That he's known through from so from his you know years in show business. Zach Galifianakis is one of the people he interviews, and they talk about um, the Between Two Ferns where he interviewed President Obama. Oh yeah, and he talked about you know like what's that like? I mean, it's you know you're trying to be funny, but the but the premise of Between Two Ferns is so mean. And when it's another performer, another actor, you know that they can kind of like mm-hmm. play along. But I mean, this is. Like, he's the leader of the free world. He's Obama. I mean, yes, he's cool, but, like, how cool is he, mm-hmm. right? Like, does he really get it? And so he's going over the questions with uh, with not even the president, but with, uh, like, his the president's... I think it was John Lovett, actually. Oh, okay. Um, the speechwriter at the time. The speechwriter or... at the time. And he's going over, like, what they're, what they're going to cover. And he, he said the one question he was actually nervous, and he said to, to Lovett, has he seen this one? And Levitt said yes, but Zach thinks he probably didn't. Was what does it feel like to be the last black president? Oh, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, that's which is so a great harsh. joke. Yes, that's right. And did he say that the president uh, did he blanch at that or anything? I mean, love. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean it's, it, in, it's, it's in the, in the interview. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess it was fine. Um, but yeah, I just it, whenever I think of now, whenever I think of the first black president, I think of that question. Yeah, I mean that. that Obama if you're was not cool, checking man. out, yeah. If you're not checking out, um, uh, Conan O'Brien needs a friend. You should check it out. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words saying. Only the echoes of my mind. That was fun. Yeah, I, that I was wanna, really fun. I want to act more. I guess so. You got a real performer bug. Do you know that I played uh, one of the Santa Clauses? It was divided up into three uh, different uh, actors, probably just to give everybody a shot. Not everybody, but to give the three best actors in the class a shot. Uh, in, I believe, third grade, Santa Claus, Christmas pageant. Just just me out there, Santa Clausing it up. What did you do as Santa? I remember walking around a lot, pa- I think kind of pacing and, and maybe um, talking. I remember talking to elves. Okay. Uh, and I think I might have, a, maybe I addressed the audience directly, but I don't know. Was it postmodern? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I wish we could see that. Okay. What do we have in the ad council? Well, speaking of Christmas, um, thank you to listener Eileen who posted uh, this new, do you know Argos? Uh, I didn't, I'm not familiar with them, but I think they're a, a, either British or I think it's mostly British like sort of toy company um, and I, it's, I'm trying to think of like what the sort of analog in America would be but apparently it's a tradition in Great Britain to for kids to like look through the toy catalog every Christmas and so they do um, kind of like a high concept ad each year kind of like uh, I think there are a couple of British brands that kind of do that I think Sainsbury's does one yeah I think we delved into some yeah of those we've talked about them before ago, yeah. and so this this ad is the the full version is three minutes long and we're not going to play that here but of course they break it up into little bite-sized chunks that can be aired more easily and I wasn't familiar with them at all like I didn't know about them as a Christmas tradition or their ads as a Christmas tradition but the ad itself, the three-minute version, is lovely. Um, you should go check it out on our Facebook page. Uh, listener Eileen posted it there. The title of this com- commercial is Book of Dreams. And the premise is this dad, is he opens the catalog thinking about what to get his kid for Christmas. Instead of a kid paging through it, the dad opens it. And the dad is an interesting, interestingly cast. He's sort of like, he's a little bit schlubby. He's a little bit sort of like loosely put together, you know. Uh, but he sees a drum set and he 
he imagines himself now sitting full grown man in sight in front of a child sized drum set. Mm. He starts playing. All of a sudden, bit by bit, his kitchen disappears and becomes like a huge concert setting, like a like an arena rock show. And we also see sort of inset in this the um, who did oh so was it Simple Minds who did Don't Forget About Me? You know the Breakfast Club. Yeah, yeah. Um, that whole video is sort of playing in the background as he's doing the drums for that song. They've recreated it, or it's literally just, it's just the video? literally the video. Okay. So, but the dad is like having a great time drumming with it, drumming along with it, and as he's drumming, his little daughter, who's adorable, like comes peeking down the stairs. And he magically makes another drum set appear for her. She sits down. Now they're drumming together. And by the time it gets to that big, like, drum solo that kind of, like, is, like, the big climax of the song, they're sitting, they're playing to an audience of thousands. Oh, wow. So the whole thing is a fantasy that the, it's not that the kid is having, but that the dad is having about having, like, this fun experience with his daughter. Yeah, Or, like, something that would inspire his daughter. So there's, there's, I've put the 30 second version in here. Um, it just sounds like, don't you forget about me. Okay. But like, why don't you take a look at it? Yeah, I want to. Don't you forget about me. They're playing in front of a whole huge uh, arena, and she's just having the best time. And it's very sweet. Uh, on the YouTube page uh, for this ad, uh, not this version, but the full three-minute version, the little girl who is the actress in it posts. She's the first post uh, in the comments. She says, I'm I'm so-and-so. I'm the little oh. I'm the girl who was in this. I loved it. I had so much fun recording with the ad agency and, and with Argos. Um, and... The 30 seconds really doesn't do it justice. You can tell they cut up the music a lot to get mm-hmm. it to work. Well, let me ask you this. When you said there's a three-minute version, and then I thought you were saying that they kind of chunk out like maybe six different commercials that would follow an arc over time. But this is not that. They take all three minutes and they compress yeah, it down. It's 30, not enough right? of a okay. narrative for it to be for the story to be told in six different discrete chunks. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if they've, they've, it says in this article from Adweek that they um, they created a couple different ones. I think they more like created maybe a 30 second one and a 60 second one sure, or whatever. Yeah. But the three minute is the full song. It's just like the length of that song. And it's really moving um, and it's very magical. Uh, and that song's just great. Like you can't, you know, you sort of want to hear the whole song. Um, and I, I think the dad and the daughter are really well cast. Um, this is done. This is from Adweek. Uh, the high-level concept of the spot is simple: that thumbing through the Argos catalog is a traditional way that British families start the Christmas season. That usually means kids turning to the catalog to create wish lists. But in this case, the brand decided to try something different. Um, and this is Ludo Thomas, who's the creative at uh, The And Partnership. Uh, we tried a kid's dream, but it's easy to make it quite sweet, and we didn't want that. We didn't want it to be sweet. What if it was a dad's dream? So we're going through the book. We find a drum kit. There's something about a drum kit that's just badass. It's always in the back of the band, and it's never really front and center. So I think it's a really interesting and well-executed concept. I'm glad that listener Eileen sent it in because I didn't know about this annual tradition of Argos's uh, big Christmas commercial. Yeah, and it's kind of cool that it's drums, too. I feel like as we're trying to kind of break down some gender roles or gender stereotypes, I should say, you know, like they say, it's kind of a badass instrument to play, and it's like his little girl playing yeah. drums. It's also interesting. Um, I don't. They may have. They may have done. It appears to me that they did uh, race blind casting on this because the dad is the, the little girl is clearly black or mixed race. It's hard to say, but the dad does not appear to be black. He looks maybe like either sort of Mediterranean or potentially like uh, Latino. But it's interesting because. It doesn't matter. Like it's not confusing. Their daughter, their father and daughter, and doesn't matter that they don't necessarily look like they have the exact same, you know, racial heritage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I thought it was great, and I'm I I thought it was wonderful uh, to get to see the whole thing. So I advise checking it out. Uh, okay. Next, we've got uh, a quick note from DDH. Um, who says there, this might be a commercial Commercial in the news. Um, Facebook's new logo looks like a leftover from a fragrance brand. Now, have you seen Facebook's new logo? No, I didn't know they had one. How did I Apparently, they did do a new logo. I think it was fairly, fairly recent. Um, they went from 
capital F lowercase ace book to just all capital letters. It looks like, you know, it's a sans serif, sans serif font. Um, very pretty bland, um, as The Verge described it. It's both boring and yet sinisterly corporate. Um, and it's just like all caps. And now they're going to start using this like anything you use that's Facebook that's going to be like, I don't know, like WhatsApp or Instagram. It'll say like a Facebook product. Uh, it'll have this logo underneath mm. it. And I agree. Like, <laughs> I like uh, DDH, uh, his suggestion that it looks like a leftover from a fragrance brand. It's super boring. It's super corporate. I mean, it just says everything. And it's, and it's like self-important in a way. Yeah. It reminds me of like... It reminds me of more like a modern, I don't know, man, for our Seattle listeners, I, I feel like there's a there's a shop on the main drag in New Moneyed Ballard where it's a kitchen essentials shop for young, rich yuppies, and this might be the kind of branding that they would use. Like, it's very minimal, right? It's very minimal. It's, I mean, it's a, cl- it's a nice, clean, classic font. Um, it's not that the font is itself ugly, but... It's they they're clearly going for something here. It's a it's a less fun, more professional, more corporate uh, vibe that they're going for, and of course that's what they are, right? I mean they're they're a huge corporation. Mm-hmm. I think the most interesting thing that I just heard was that um, they're going to be linking all of their other products to the Facebook because yeah. Facebook has such a bad reputation right now. Yeah, um, as a matter of fact, and. I was listening to the radio yesterday and somebody mentioned like WhatsApp and uh, Instagram. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I still am in that Facebook universe, even though I deleted my account because I love Instagram. I actually think it's dumb of them to do that. I think they're trying to resurrect Facebook by reminding people, hey, you're still using Facebook, but it makes me feel worse about using Instagram. I wonder if there's because, you know, there's always they're always being threatened to be broken up now. Like you're hearing that a lot. And I wonder if this is in some way meant to be a prophylactic against being broken up. If I don't understand how that works and if there's anything that would prevent uh, them being broken up. But um, yeah, clearly they're, they want people to know that, yeah, you're still in the Facebook universe. Yeah, interesting. Uh, so anyway, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, thanks. I hate it. Um, <laughs> what is that? Thanks. I hate it. Oh, it's just something people say on uh, the internet. Oh, uh, the internet. Okay, boomer. Okay, this is the, this is the end. <laughs> All I know is that's also something people say. Oh my on the god! Internet. Today I had to tweet something which I never do, but I like it was my responsibility to tweet for um, for work, which I because I'm filling in for somebody. I tweet for play. <laughs> well, I had to tweet for work, which is the only way I would do it, and I managed to like fuck it up two or three times before I got the tweet correct, and somebody had to like help me out and like delete I didn't know how to delete the one I did wrong I was just like I just I'm like such I mean and I say this with pride I am a total grandma on Twitter like I do not understand how it, it's I that's not how it works mm-hmm. it's not how any of it works I'm like that's not how it goes <laughs> I hate Twitter and I hate it's like my least favorite thing when I have to fill in on it I do I mean I'm just uh so clumsy with uh-huh. it you know all right, final piece of, uh, of feedback here. This is from listener Britt, uh, who posted a fun article from the Daily Mail uh, with the headline, Global Brands Behind Marmite and Heinz Baked Beans Come Under Fire for Advertising on Pornhub. <laughs> um, and, and as Britt said, don't we as a society have so many more things we should put on the up-in-arms list before the, oh my God, these beans support porn call to action? I assume, I mean... I guess I laughed because I immediately thought that it was going to be product placement, and that would be interesting. No, I mean, I think it's it's legitimately just, like, digital ads, mm. but I also think um, it's not, it wasn't accidental, um, because one of their their ads said, because um, they they own a, oh, Unilever also got, came under fire, uh, it's not mentioned in the, in the headline, but Unilever uh, put an ad up that said, if you use our bathroom products, you won't have to visit this site as much, which is a little confusing. I'm not sure I can connect I don't know what all that the means. dots. Yeah, like if you're clean and oh, not gross, then maybe you, you'll you can have, have more IRL sexy times, one-on-one action as opposed to one-on-one <laughs> action. I think you know. It. I think we follow. Yeah, but now I'm just excited. Well, now I'm just excited, but I'm also excited thinking about how we could work baked beans into a porn scene. 
I mean, the possibilities are limitless. Well, I would say the possibilities are limited. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. All right. Well, thank you for that amazing quiz and that uh, bravura display of thespian uh, expertise. I have a concern, and I'm not trying to be super, like, over-the-top dramatic now that we know I've got some acting chops, but I'm worried about leaving the characters behind now. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. I feel like they're a part of me, and now you and I are going to wrap up the show, and I'm just going to walk around like, but I'm still, car- these characters are inside me now, and I, that's one thing they don't train you for, is like, how to, how to then say goodbye to those right. characters. Why don't you method act as a, someone who can wrap up a podcast? <laughs> Why don't you? <laughs> Uh, you can find us obviously on the Facebook group. It's really fun there. Um, their crappy font and terrible practices notwithstanding. Uh, obviously, we're still there. They they've got me by the balls. So yeah. here we are. Um, email us at after these messages show at gmail dot com and call us uh, at six zero seven four four four. Five five nine seven. Again, that's six zero seven four 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 five five nine seven. We love hearing your voices, and of course, you can call and sing a jingle that you love. Yeah, let's get some jingles going. I've yeah. been adding some people to the Facebook group. You know who you are. You're newbies. New- newbies. Call us and leave and sing a jingle. Yeah, love it. All right, great, fun show. Talk to you guys next week. They all like, well, Heems, you too proud. I'm like, you would be too if you had the juice now. Hey, yo, the government is lies, son. United States of Google, Verizon. They all.